Welcome to the Sound of Movement podcast, and this is going to be an exciting week. We're kicking off today, Monday's show, for a week of training psychology, and today's all about the dangers of short-term planning. This is something that I definitely messed up in my years of training, and I'm happy to teach these lessons. Greetings. If you're new to the tribe, we've got Rich behind the mix, Rad at the table with me, Yanni Bormeister, and we are Unity Gym, experts at turning driven people into athletes. This episode is brought to you by the Unify Movement System, the only online program effectively balancing strength, flexibility, and fitness so you can unleash your inner athlete. Get daily coaching by us, plus our epic foundations prep program and revolutionary structural balance blueprint to create your ideal programs and optimize your performance. As a valued listener, I'd usually say use the link in the description to get your first month free, but I don't want you to do that because this weekend we are doing something very, very special with the program. We're going to tell you all about it in the coming weeks, but you can get a lifetime discount 50% off the regular price. It doesn't come with a free trial, but it's worth it if you've been sitting on the sidelines. So stay tuned. It goes live this Friday. Before we get started, we want to give you a warm welcome if you're on the live stream in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group, leave a comment and we'll send you back some love. Remember, anyone can join and interact in that group. Just search for UMS Movement Mastermind on Facebook. Lastly, shout out to our YouTube athletes catching the replay. Hit the like button and support the channel and subscribe if you like what you see. We've got some great weekly workouts and exercise tutorials coming at you shortly. So keep tuned, YouTube. Uh, today I'm joined by Rad and Richie. How are you, boys? Yo, good. Yeah, very good. Very Sorry, good. <laughs> just uh, zoned out for a second yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Look, just listening to you, um, gas bag on. It's it's I, it's I hypnotic, out. isn't it? My beautiful voice. Yep. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I had a great weekend. Uh, I had a really good weekend, actually. It was uh, it was very nice. It was you know we had our our nephew's birthday yesterday. He's he's born on Valentine's Day, so for the rest of his life, um, he's going to be. You know, when he gets older, he's going to be probably having good birthdays, I guess, on Valentine's <laughs> Day. And <laughs> there, yeah, <laughs> that, that um, is that is seriously like I just thought about that. That is the wi- the best way as a bloke to flip the switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Valentine's Day, baby. What's well, my birthday? Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> one of those. For me? One of them trumps. <laughs> what have you done for me lately? <laughs> Yeah, so, no, that was really cool. Uh, it was good fun. Great to catch up with the family and everything. And um, everything's just cranking in the gym here. The, um, you know, it's good vibe. It's good feeling uh, coming to work on Monday. So, yeah, I'm good. I'm it's good. actually re- really good. I, I remember in, in, in b- the big box gyms that we used to work out, fitness first, not, not dropping any names, fitness first. Uh, but uh, the Monday was always like quite a quiet day. Whenever you go to those gyms where people don't take their training that seriously, it was only the, the, the real serious people that, you know, uh, going on a Monday. Tuesday was always packed, but Monday was ne- Monday morning was never that busy. But you come into Unity on Monday morning, and 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 we got like a, a hundred people kicking the door down outside at five fifteen. You know, it's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Classes are pumping. Yeah, absolutely. Great work, everybody. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, look, we're we're talking about training psychology today and the dangers of short term planning, and, and what we mean by that is. Um, you know, people that, you know, go into training with a mentality of, you know, how much they can achieve in, in 30 days. So, of course, the, the best examples of this that probably most people can relate to and that you can see advertised every, you know, January in Australia, maybe it's different in America because summer is in the middle of the year. But 
Uh, it's all about weight loss, you know, and it's about getting you in shape for the new year over here in Australia. And there's 30 day challenges, you know, flying at your left, right and center. And, you know, that's what we call short term planning, where you come into your training with an idea of, you know, I'm really going to nail this in, in 30 days or 90 days or or whatever it is. And, and there's a whole load of reasons as to why they're, they're, they're really bad ideas, uh, in our opinion. And, you know, we always say that the goals of wanting to lose some weight or do whatever um, are a really good um, spark. They're a really good th reason to get you off your butt, off the couch and into the gym. But once you get in there, it's critical that you start developing a long-term mindset. And by long-term, we, we, we like to tell people to plan at least 12 months in advance. For Yanni and I, we plan up to 10 years in advance. And it's uh, it's a really important thing. And, and, and I'll kick off my first reason why I would say it's, it's really important to develop a long-term mindset rather than short-term planning is that more often than not, in my experience, short-term goals, I've very rarely achieved them in the time frame that I thought I was going to do. Most things, like we read this book a while ago by Grant Cordone called The 10X Rule. And the idea of The 10X Rule, if I could sum it up in 30 seconds, is whatever you plan for, whatever your goals are, put 10 times as much effort in to achieve it and give yourself you know, 10 times plan that's going to take 10 times longer than you thought. And if you do that and you fall short, you're still going to achieve something great. But when you have this short term mindset, often you say to yourself, you know, I'm going to lose um, 10 pounds in, you know, 30 days or 20 pounds or whatever it is. And then you don't achieve that goal. And when you don't achieve a goal in a plan that in a time frame that you plan for, it really stuffs with your mentality. It, it for, for most people, it's enough to um, lose that momentum that they got from the motivation to get started. Whereas when you do achieve goals, when you, when you hit goals, that creates momentum. And so you, for me, that's, that's the first big reason, you know, you, you, you want to be feeling empowered when you train. And if you, if all you can see after 30 days or 90 days or whatever it is that you haven't achieved the goal that you set out for, it can really take the wind out of your sails. Yeah, absolutely. I actually like to achieve, and I actually have a mixed opinion about that um, because I think that it comes down to the strategy. I like to uh, set my big, hairy, audacious goals so far out into the future that they're almost never achieved. But then what happens is it becomes really important that you break that goal down into tangible stepping stones, which is what we teach in our fitness strategy session and in our 28-day intensive program, uh, is that you, you know, the most important part is not the goal. It's the, the goal becomes that North Star, the vision the, the, you know, that you build a big mission around. But what, what is really important is the plan, and that's the stepping stones that get you there. And if you don't hit a stepping stone in the time frame that you've set out, it's not as heart crushing, soul destroying, because you're, it's, that's what it's about. It's about constantly evaluating, measuring, and then readjusting everything on the fly. And I'm so used to hitting little road bumps and hurdles. Like just today, I went, Kate turned up really motivated to do my vertical push pull workout and I couldn't do it because I, I, um, uh, hurt my shoulder last week doing a bench press workout that was so like ridiculously not uh, even on the Richter scale of what I thought was bad. I, I just felt a little bit of discomfort on my last set. Uh, it was a very sub-maximal lift. I was lifting a 100 kilo bench press uh, for eight reps, but I'd done a lot of press to handstand work, skills work before it. And that obviously really fatigued my uh, shoulder stabilizers, my rotator cuff. And yeah, I, I was planning to lift sort of not maximal 
weights to failure in the in the bench pressing and I, I got to 90 and it felt really really good I got to 95 felt really really good and and my my mind I'd planned to only go to 95 that day and I was just like look that felt really easy I'm gonna go to 100 it's a nice um, big even number that I f- will feel good about pressing for eight reps and I did it and yeah I just got this little bit of a twinge a little bit of a pain in my left shoulder afterwards and I was like damn it you know um, and then, uh, yeah, I didn't know how it was going to go. And today I came in and as I was warming up, it was really bothering me. And so I just had to completely um, pivot on the fly. And I ended up doing sets of 20 reps, really controlling the form and technique uh, at 30 kilo overhead press, which is like, you know, usually like, uh, you know, um, not to brag, but I could probably almost do 20 reps with 60 kilos, you know, <laughs> uh, so it was so far below my max, but then I just um, blew, like got a good workout out from doing some isolated shoulder movements as a circuit and just completely changed my game today and still felt like I got a really good workout. Uh, it just took a little bit longer and I had to do a hell of a lot more volume. Um, uh, and yeah, you know, like, you, and I'm so used to hitting those road bumps and that's going to completely throw a spanner in the works because this week I was meant to start an intensification phase of training, which was meant to be really heavy lifting at three to five repetitions. And yeah, I couldn't do it because of uh, a little thing that was totally unexpected. But uh, because I'm so used to that, that this happening from time to time, that I just reevaluate and go, okay, I'm going to do an accumulation phase now for the next couple of weeks where I'll be doing really low weight, high volume, enjoying the burn, get a bit of a pump, feel like a bodybuilder for a couple of weeks, you know, and, and I'll just reevaluate as that um, uh, starts to come good and, uh, and then maybe change again on the fly, you know. And, yep. and, and this is something, and I've asked a question of the day, and I think this is really important, and I'd love to get some people answering this in the comments, both on YouTube and uh, in the UMS Movement Mastermind Facebook group. You know, how long do you plan forwards? One month, one year, or one decade? Um, because none of them are wrong or right. Uh, they all have very different strategies and uh, and there can, can be different reasons. You know, I know a lot of people who have a, uh, a sport or something where they have a short ter- time frame and they have to do something in that short term. Um, and, uh, you know, you might have a wedding. A classic example is like a wedding and you want to lose some weight in a month, you know, and, and, and it can certainly be done. Uh, but it all has to be taken into context and you have to be, um, you know, prepared for what can happen if you have a really sudden lifestyle intervention that alters your body composition or something like that and what can happen at the other end of it and then prepare for that and have that as part of your strategy you know um uh lane norton calls it reverse dieting you know where you 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 really hit your goal and then you have to reverse diet off that slowly you know uh and 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 not make a really drastic like just end to the protocol or or the program because you can really blow out and muck things up at the other end of it you know and and that all comes down to, you know, um, the mindset and, and the psychology, you know, of, of how you're setting goals and how you're designing your programs and, and all of that. Another quick story, you know, today um, I'm, I'm blessed to have a, a, a close friend of mine come in and train with me most days with us, uh, who's an actor. And I've worked with him for quite a long time now, over a decade and on and off. And he's often over overseas working on, on a film or a TV series or something. And so I don't see him for half a year or a year. And, and uh, you know, he's... Um, 
uh, done some really amazing things with his body, with his with his physique. Uh, initially coming to me with injuries, and then uh, really changing his physique, and now he gets roles based on his amazing physique, and he looks very strong, and he is very strong and very capable. But he's never cracked the flexibility thing, and he's never had a reason to because he doesn't have to demonstrate flexibility on camera. But he often has to do a, sh a scene or a shoot with his shirt off, looking ripped. And uh, <sighs> but now he's really like uh, he's in between jobs, and he's like, I really want to tackle this flexibility thing. I'm really stiff, and he's just you know getting to the stage where he's almost um, 30 years old, and and we all know if we've crossed that 30s and 40s mark things start to sort of catch up with you injuries and things like that and i said look you've got a really great window of opportunity here let's let's have a run at that flexibility mountain and it's very frustrating when you're really bad at something and you're just starting it you know it really it's a real mind i was going to swear but it's a it's a real it, it really can get inside your head and and be discouraging you know and and uh and i'm working with his psychology around this just to just be, become very process focused don't worry about being inflexible it's just about banking the workouts and every rep and every little bit of time in that um stretch you know and and flexibility is one of those things where you don't get a really nice tangible result that you can measure week in week out workout in workout out and it become can become very frustrating so it's very important to adopt a very different psychology around stretching that you're just going to turn up and do it no matter what mm -hmm. no matter how boring it is no matter how frustrating it is no matter how much you feel like you're winning or losing you're going to come in you're going to stretch to 60 or 70 percent because we all know that if you stretch harder than that you generally go backwards and you're just going to do it every day and you know he's doing that and but i just watch him you know and, he, and i have to say did you stretch are you stretching you know every between every set to make sure that he's doing it and i remember that process for myself it was only a few years ago for me where i was as stiff and I remember feeling just like I was going nowhere you know and, and it was just really frustrating and, and training alongside you who started out so much more flexible because you had done all your martial arts and, and kung fu uh, for Richard and I it was very frustrating and then I even had a period where Richard got really dedicated and he made real breakthroughs especially with his pancake and then that discouraged me a little bit. I was like, man, what am I doing wrong? And the reality was that I just wasn't doing it as consistently, you know. And then I just thought, you know, I just got to get over this and, and turn up every day and just make sure that I do the work. And what motivated me the most was watching our tribe. Mm. And, and a lot of them became a lot more flexible than me. And the difference was that they were just turning up and doing what they were told. Yeah. They weren't putting excessive amounts of effort in. They weren't getting frustrated. They were just listening, learning and applying, you know. Well, that's the beauty of our classes in North Sydney and also our UMS online coaching. If you that if you follow the program and if you do the follow along workouts, you you just do what's done for the day. And as long as you don't think too much about it and just you know go through the process you know you achieve the results and there's a great saying that most people um most people think that they can achieve more than they can or they overestimate what they can achieve in a year but they underestimate what they can achieve in 10 years bill gates and, yeah and uh, I was I was going to take that one. Buddy Bill got in there before me. It's one of my favourite uh, uh, It's really amazing because for me, I I um, fulfilled a ten year, my first ten year goal when I was forty, um, because when I was twenty nine, uh, I was in a bad place. I was addicted to drugs and alcohol, and I was my I was really going nowhere and fast, and I had the foresight. Um, to see it, you know, and I had a real rude awakening just looking at my life 
remembering where I thought I would be when I was uh, when I was 20, thinking about where I was going to be when I was 30, and I wasn't I was nowhere near it. And and you know my 10 year plan was um, you know from 30 to 40, and it started by joining the army, doing that for four years as an infantry soldier, coming out, starting Unity Gym with you, and you know building up a business and a nest egg. And I mean you know at the age of, just before the age of 30. Yanni and I had nothing as far as investments go. We had absolutely nothing, nothing of value to our name whatsoever. And that really scared me. I was very, very frightened of where my future was going to be going. And we were both addicted to drugs and alcohol. And that was, it was just a really scary place to be. So to get, to get to the end of that 10-year goal, to hit 40 and have beaten the addictions of drugs and alcohol, to have a great investment with Unity Gym and, and the UMS Online, our business, um, to be now, you know, investing in things like crypto uh, currency and, you know, you know, having a future laid out in front of us, like that feeling of achieving that 10 year plan, it, there's nothing like it. And I was talking to one of our members, Neil, who's got a decade and a half on Yanni and me. He's uh, in his late 50s and he's a multi, multi-millionaire. He's turned a, uh, a successful company from that his father gave to him into a huge success um you know a, 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 a construction uh, company and and he's uh, who knows how many multi multi-millionaire over but he's taking us out on his six million dollar yacht and he's an amazing guy really 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 six million. i think it's 16 million is it a, yeah, yeah well, it is, isn't it? Yeah, he was trying to sell it for six million wasn't yeah. he um, and I was talking to him about this the other day and he was smiling at me and he, and he was talking about business because the, the context of the conversation was around business because this is Unity Gym's eighth year of operation. And Neil was saying to me, he, was, he said, isn't it amazing that feeling of achieving a 10-year business goal? Like it's not, like there's nothing like it is there. And, and I said, well, I'm, I'm almost there because we're, we're at, eight, at the eight-year mark, but I can only imagine it. But in relation to a, a, a fitness goal or anything like that, I can tell you what it feels like. And it's absolutely amazing. And so you might be listening to this thinking, 10 years, oh my God, that's so far away. And if somebody told me that, um, any time before I made this 10-year plan for myself, I would have said the same thing. And it was out of desperation that I made myself a 10-year plan. It was the most sickening feeling in my stomach that I had when I had a really hard look at my life, where I was, what I was doing, the results that I produced. And it was desperation that made me plan that far ahead. But so even if you don't think of a 10-year plan, even if you think of a one or three or five-year plan, but if you the end of this rant for me is it's about the like Yanni touched on it but he didn't really drive it home you know the short-term planning versus long-term planning a, a key factor in that is to be process driven rather than outcome driven and that is a really really big shift and I hope that you tune in for what I'm about to say now most people are outcome focused which means what motivates them is achieving an outcome and we all are you know, if you set yourself a goal to get a uh, $10,000 in the bank, when you hit that $10,000 mark, like that feeling that you get from it, or if you set yourself a goal to run a marathon and you can barely walk 2Ks, when you run that marathon, the, the feeling is amazing. Or when you set yourself a goal to lose 30 pounds, you know, put whatever goal there, achieve it, you're going to feel great. The problem is that we don't always achieve those goals. And then it goes back to the, my first point that I was saying, you don't achieve a goal, it disempowers you. Whereas when you become process focused, the goal 
the, the, the achieving of the goal is actually almost quite empty. And that's not a bad thing. You achieve a goal and you go, okay, well, great, that's good. And, but you're just so focused on the process that you're immediately just looking at the next point. And it's not until you kind of stop and take stock and look backwards and you look at all these goals that you've achieved because the whole time all you've done is being process focused. And when you're process focused, you can find joy in so much more than being goal focused. Because being goal focused, being goal oriented, being outcome focused, that, you know, those outcomes, those goals, that they, they don't happen as often as everyday life. But when you're process focused, you can feel this sense of empowerment every single week when you finish a Friday and you just look back and you may not have achieved anything as far as what your big goals are, but the process that's getting you there, you can feel the momentum building and that becomes a really empowering thing. And before you know it, you just start looking at all these pieces of the puzzle that are being put into place around you and it's so empowering. Yeah, 100%, uh, re definitely. I like what Lee said here, foundations, the f referring to the UMS Foundations Program, which is our general preparations program, taught me patience and mini progress markers, recording reps, etc. Um, indicated progress over months and weeks. And that's one of the things that we really focus on in the foundations or general preparations phase is just getting people used to the habit of recording their workouts, recording their outcome, their sets, their reps, um, that sort of thing. And understanding, you know, yeah, that every one of those is, is a win, you know, and, and very excitingly, we're, we're, what we announced last week is that we're building an app for our UMS online coaching, which is going to allow a, a platform where you enter all that data and it will it will graph it for you and it will show you how you're progressing uh, somewhat, I guess, dare I say, gamifying that so that you can see it in a nice linear fashion, you know, uh, to make it so that we go, okay, wow, we are moving in the right direction because that really is uh, um, uh, closely intrinsically um, uh, sorry, not intrinsically. Uh, it, um, the idea of progress is very much linked to happiness, our happiness as human mm, beings. Absolutely. And, and that's something that they've studied a lot in psychology. And, and, uh, and we know that um, if we're making progress towards a goal, whatever it is, whether it's our health, whether it's our wealth, whether it's our you know, relationships, our work, our career, you know, uh, we generally have a much higher levels of happiness, you know, and... and um, and so if it's, you know, if it's not, it's not necessarily a, a arriving at the destination, achieving the goal that delivers the happiness, it's the seeing progress that delivers the most amount of happiness, you know, and, and uh, it really is um, uh, something. To, and, you know, one of the things that I can really relate to this, uh, like um, if, I, if I give you an example is, we, I'm a, Kalisha and I, one of our um, shared values is travel. We love exploring country, new countries, new cultures. We love traveling. We love taking the kids overseas. And, um, you know, the, the, once you plan a holiday and you, you, you book and pay for the flights and you start to book the accommodation everywhere you're going and really plan it, you know, the sense of um, f happiness and joy that you get during that process and as the holiday draws nearer and nearer, you get more and more happy about it you, and, and you're making that progress. And then you go on the holiday and it's always very fun, of course, but, you know, you come back and you would think that the memories that you create on that holiday would give you a long sustained sense of happiness, but it doesn't. You actually experience more happiness in the build up to the holiday than you do 
on the holiday or after the holiday, you know, and, and it, it, it's because you're actually making progress towards the holiday happening, yeah. you know. Um, it's, quite, it's funny, isn't it? Often, often when, you're li- when you're in the moment of having achieved that goal, it often feels quite empty. People yeah. describe that about getting the new car, yeah. like where they save for ages and when they finally get it and they drive and within about 30 minutes they feel really empty. Like, mm, And I've felt that. Yeah, I, 100%. I've, I've, I've bought like, a new oh car. Oh my God, this didn't give me the joy that I was that expecting. And the, you, the, the, the joy of the saving and the working towards it was more exciting for me than driving the car when I got the new car. Like, yeah. it's quite empty, you know, it's quite amazing. Yeah. Um, Paul said that, remember? One of our friends, Paul, who was one of Yanni's first business mentors. Um, big shout out to you, Paul, if you're listening, bro. Cool, cool. Actually, um, we had a conversation last week. Yeah, he came in the other day. No, but no, Yanni, in, 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 in Yanni's words, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong with this, but I went away to the army four years and, and Paul was one of Yanni's clients. And, and funnily enough, Paul was actually an ex-infantry soldier. So him and I hit it off. But he started his own company, became a very successful business person. He was telling Yanni the story about how you know, his dream for years with his business was he wanted a BMW X5. And, and I, was in, I was there when we were over at his place having dinner. And he said, man, you know, when I got that X5, I, I've, I was just over it within a, a week. Like I just, yeah. I just didn't satisfy me. And I wanted it for so many years. And once I got it, I was like, mm, oh, well, great. You know, yeah. it's quite, quite interesting how that all works, you know. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, if we, if we bring it back to training, I mean, I can tell you for me, I can tell you that my worst injuries, the worst injuries um, uh, that I've had have come from the short-term mindset because I've set short-term goals for myself. It's always been around calisthenics in the last five or six years. And um, when I felt that I am coming close to the end of the time frame that I laid out for myself and I wasn't there, I started trying harder. And when I started trying harder, I injured myself. Mm. Whereas what I've fully embrace the process focus mentality now and I'm seeing far better progress. I've built more muscle in the last year than I did in the five years before it. Um, I'm more capable and even after sustaining some really, really bad injuries, I've come out on the other side feeling better and achieving more and identifying things in my body that as I go through the process of fixing, it's bulletproofing my body in a much smarter way. And it's all because of that process-focused long-term mindset where my goals are much more long-term now um, and they're adjusted on the fly all the time. So I'll readjust based on what I've achieved in three months, six months, a year. Um, and then, you you know, you, you just fall in love with the process and I'm loving it now. I'm like my training when I was getting these injuries and when I wasn't achieving my short-term goals, there were times that it was really frustrating, a really, an, a really quite annoying experience. And um, that was with the outcome focus focused mindset with the process focused mindset and the long-term planning it's really enjoyable it's Mm. a really really enriching experience and because if you if you have a bad day or a bad week you don't feel bad about yourself you just turn up and you do your minimum workout like what we speak about all the time you don't get it it's like what you just described about what, what you've been doing versus what you can do and you feel good about that you have a good time you you enjoy yourself you don't beat yourself up because you're not lifting as much weight as you said you were going to lift and that all bundles into you know three year five year success it yeah. really does it really does and even in all honesty like like we, we get that um that talking about long-term planning like this for a lot of people really puts you off and so what we do at unity gym and within the ums online coaching program is we try to get people to just think 12 months in advance you know at 12 12 months is 
I think for most mature, wise adults, um, and I like to think that anybody that's listening to this show falls into that category, um, 12 months is a very reasonable thing to think isn't too far away. Like, like think of 2020, you know, we're already at the nearing the end. We're, actually, no, we're not nearing the end. We're smack bang in the middle of February 2021. Like, we're already six weeks into 20. Mm. Everyone's going, oh, man, 2020 went by like that. Well, bloody hell, we're already halfway through yeah. the first quarter of 2021, you know. Yeah. So 12 months is not a, it's not a long time to be thinking long term. Yeah. yeah. Look, Grace Clements, um, big shout out to you. She said here, I've not really solidified my goals with time frames in the past I've been so scared of not reaching them that I would never set a time frame but with with no tangible goal to work toward it is easy to fluff around and never actually get anywhere and this is absolutely That's true really good here's case. the thing and this is the reason why the uh, this is the danger of short-term goals short-term planning you, whatever you achieve quickly you lose quicker mm. it doesn't matter whether it's money it's yeah, health so it's uh, it's relationships the, the quicker that they come the quicker they, they can fall away or be lost and this is uh, something that you really need to understand it's just the way that our psychology works it's the way we form habits it's got to do with all of that sort of stuff so you know it's okay to, to want a goal quickly and to work for it quickly but you've got to be prepared for the fact that it's going to go just as quick if you're not careful and you need to be able to adjust and somehow uh, turn that into something that you're going to be able to maintain and sustain long term. So we like to say, you know, focus 12, 12 months out and set 12 month goals, break it down into monthly tangible stepping stones. And if you don't hit that, it's fine. Just reevaluate and keep going, keep moving forward. Uh, and that 12 month goal might end up becoming a two year goal. You just, you never know, you know, you might hit it in six months. Uh, but it, it's just really, really important um, to set a goal, but then the, what's more important is to break it down and then become process focused and being able to use those tangible stepping stones as beacons to know that you're just moving in the right direction. That's all you need. That's all you need. Um, trust me, you know, if, if you learn to enjoy that process, because that is really where the real joy comes from. Um, then it's just, it, it's you like you're gonna. That's where the real transformations come. Yeah, you know? yeah, and that's that's the difference. You know, the goal gets you started. Set it, forget it. Check in with it every month or every three months, and then just focus on the process and watch the beauty happen. Um, we are over time yep. now, Yanni. We got to get into our uh, group coaching U call. UMS group coaching call. And if you do want specific training coaching, where we analyze your videos, answer all your questions specifically, give you very, very uh, direct and specific coaching and queuing. Uh, that's where we do it in the uh, UMS online coaching group, which is all part of the UMS online coaching subscription. As Yanni said before, this Friday, uh, you're going to have a, 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 a opportunity this weekend to grab it at a lifetime price of half price, the regular price. So don't miss out. Awesome. All right, guys, we'll see, see you tomorrow. tomorrow. We're going to be going deeper into this training psychology this week. So stay tuned. It's going to be a great series. Really, really good for anyone who's really working and uh, on, on their goals this year and wanting to achieve big things. See you tomorrow. See you, guys. Health is about performance, not just body image. You better be willing to accept what you're going to have to do to get there. We'll start focusing on movement goals, strength goals, flexibility goals. When you nail that skill, it's there forever. The body image goal doesn't get you that it's far. It's the consistency and frequency that's going to get you there. It's not the intensity. 
There's no shortcuts to mastery and movement. Destination doesn't change overnight, but your direction will. The gym is not the place to beat up the body that you hate. It's the place to build the body that you love. We are the gym that teaches people how to move instead of just exercise because we believe that health is about performance, not just body image.